Welcome to What's Next. My name is Zaki Anastasiu, and it's a pleasure to have you with us and joining us. Um, one of South Africa's top business leaders and a company that's been responsible for us staying connected during this lockdown is, of course, Vodacom. Um, and uh, Vodacom have an interesting story to tell. We want to hear about their business during lockdown. We want to hear about their challenges. And uh, it's just a great pleasure to welcome one of the, uh, one of the I don't know, one of the pioneers, I should say, and one of the leaders in the telecoms industry in South Africa, the Chief Executive Officer and Executive Director of the Vodacom Group, Shamil Jusup. Shamil, good day to you and welcome and thank you for joining us. Thanks, Akin. Thanks for having me on the show. It's lovely to see you, Shamil. How has the lockdown been treating you? Um, I see you work, you're not in San Francisco, are you? No, I just thought, you know what, I would have been in San Francisco. This is normal time of the year that I normally go and do investor road shows and so on. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm kind of uh, using the imaging to, to kind of create the, the feeling like I'm there. Yeah. So <laughs> as the CEO of Vodacom, has this, have, you, have you been back into the office? What have the last uh, kind of 90 days been from you? Has this been the new normal conducting business uh, via video conferences? Have you been to the office? How have you been running this company in the last 90 days? Well, it's actually been quite interesting. And, and to be honest, uh, I can a little bit of a mindset change even for us. Uh, personally, I was always skeptical about, uh, you know, having lots of people working from home. I mean, there was obviously, I always thought you could, you could do it for a lot of like, uh, you know, outcomes-based uh, uh, people. But, you know, it wouldn't really work if you tried to do it at mass scale. And yeah. I, I'd say that that's really been changed. Um, uh, at the, you know, in the middle of lockdown, we were at 95% uh, of our people working from home. Today, wow. still, we, we had 90% of people still working from home. So, um, you know, the offices are, are like completely deserted, uh, which is quite, quite interesting. And it's actually been the busiest time for us. So, um, and it's, it's actually been working very, very well. So, you know, I think it, it also has opened up our eyes to, to a lot of other opportunities that, that now present themselves. Yeah. Shamil, when you say 90% of your team, how many thousands of people are we talking about that are working remotely uh, at Vodacom? Well, officially we have 5,000 people, but there's about 12,000 people on the campus, campuses throughout the country every day. Uh, I mean, pre-lockdown. And, and only, so I'm counting in, including the contractors and so on. Uh, you know, we now have only 10% of people that would normally be uh, on campus on campus. The rest of it is just empty. You know, Shamil, it's interesting. I, I, I've been speaking to a few business leaders and, and they all ask them this question. Just before the lockdown started, if I had to say to you that 90% of your staff would be working remotely, would you have said it was possible or impossible? No, completely impossible. And yeah. I think, you know, as I say, actually coming out of it, you start to realize, well, hold on, there's a lot of different opportunities here um, that, yeah. start to, that start to present itself. Um, you know, the workday has changed. Um, it's VCs uh, like this, you know, basically, um, um, you know, from early in the morning to late at night. The other trend that I think personally that's changed, this is no cutoff. 
um, you're more readily available. So, yes. so effectively, you're having calls. I'm finishing at 10, 11 o'clock at night. Now. Absolutely. I, I'm sure you're finding you're working a lot harder. Well, listen, it, it's extraordinary that you say that uh, the impossible was made possible. Um, and we're just talking about the Vodacom staff. Of course, Vodacom provides the backbone for most, uh, you know, many organizations that are now using your connectivity to do business. Um, and I find that interesting. What have you seen happening on your network since the lockdown started? Well, interestingly enough, of course, we saw a big um, increase in traffic. Uh, so, um, you know, large increase in, in, so we're growing by about 100% of traffic year over year. Wow. Uh, so that's, that's quite, quite big. And, and almost, uh, you know, 20% more traffic from pre-lockdown to, to into the lockdown. Um, and then surprisingly, in the month of May, for some reason, voice now is hit the highest ever um, uh, trends as well. So um, in April, voice was, was, was kind of down. But in May, for some reason, people decided to talk a lot more. So, so, so that was That's a so interesting that's so interesting. Camille, did you see a lot of, um, I mean, I'm sure you did, uh, in terms of video streams, was, is video the biggest uh, occupier of that network, uh, the data that's going through your network? Correct. So, so large portions obviously coming from video streaming now or, 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 uh, or video conferencing as such. So video, video conferencing has is, is grown quite significantly, but also entertainment, right? So things like uh, Netflix, uh, you know, but it comes on video play and, and you know, some of the uh, solutions, video solutions on streaming, video streaming. Yes. Um, YouTube is another example. have grown quite significantly uh, during this period. Yeah. Uh, but also the use of Well, Shamil, you know, you and I have discussed, uh, uh, you know, 5G and the, the spectrum in, in length at the various My Broadband conferences. Um, I'm sure that you were happy when you were allocated a bit of spectrum um, to, to, to roll out a little bit of your 5G commercial network, which I have tested, and I've literally been, been blown away by the speed of it. Uh, granted, I'm one of the first few users on it, but uh, just down the road here near Megawatt Park, I was testing and I was downloading speeds of, you know, 400 megs. It's like, it's just like an astonishing technology. Um, can you tell us about the 5G allocation that you've been granted in the spectrum? I know it's only until November, but where does Vodacom stand with 5G at the moment? And how's the rollout going? Well, I think, um, I mean, look, it's early days still, uh, because I think the ecosystem still need to evolve in that more and more phones will come with 5G embedded into it. And as, as more phones come out, that then make, uh, that uh, ensures that the network needs to be there for us to be able to roll it out. So we do try and do it in, a, in, um, in, in cohesion, if one can put it that way, with uh, what it passes and the, and the availability of, uh, of 5G devices. So example would be 5G iPhones and these type of things become, become a bigger part. Another thing, of course, is the, is, the, is the costing around phones. And as the 5G devices become cheaper, what then what that, that then does is it, it, it ensures it becomes more affordable for people to adopt it and I think that will also uh, push uh, much faster the adoption of, uh, of 5g and of course there's also the fixed wireless uh, opportunities as well um, around 5g as you say um, we've launched uh, we've launched it key with uh, with the temporary spectrum that we've been given but remember we've also entered into a uh, relationship uh, with liquid 
uh, yes. where, where we will be using some of uh, their network, uh, you know, going forward uh, as well for, uh, for, for 5G. Um, and so, so that would be one. And, and, but one is very hopeful that auction will happen soon and that 5G permanent spectrum will be allocated. I think the 700, 800, 3.5 spectrum is really crucial in yes. terms of uh, in terms of uh, 5G rollout, and uh, especially once you've got low band uh, spectrum that can be used for 5G, it enables a much bigger rollout and a lot quicker. So yeah. I, you know, I think what we're doing at the moment, I'd say this year is more about understanding the technology, making sure it's there. So you you know you 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 won't have as many sites uh, yet. Uh, but as the devices are improving, as the costs are coming down, that's going to push, you know, I think uh, in the years to come, um, you know, you're going to see a lot more sites being rolled out uh, mm -hmm. in 5G, like we went through the 3G, 4G transition. That, yes. will, that will happen in 5G as well. The benefits, of course, is that it's a lot more real time. Uh, yeah. That's one, which then enables new uh, businesses, technology, options you know these type of things um that's that's the one so you've got it's low latency and and also the faster speeds uh then provide a lot of capability and then finally um the the biggest advantage around 5g is that in my mind it gives you the ability to emulate what um what you can do on fiber today yeah um, of course will keep evolving in its own right and getting faster and faster but this uh, helps you to to basically have a technology that's more compatible to fiber and to provide unlimited time offerings, which you can't do, uh, which you can do on mobile today, but it's quite, it can be quite damaging when you try and do it because, uh, you know, you need a lot of capacity and yes. in, in the end, intended service. Well, I mean, it's good. I mean, it's, I think it's actually pushed government and, and, and I think this whole lockdown is just, forced businesses to rethink how they do business and it's accelerated a lot of things, uh, hence the granting of this temporary spectrum. I'm, I'm glad to hear that the, you're hopeful that the auction will take place pretty soon. Do you think we could have this wrapped up before the end of the year? Well, you know, I think uh, ICASA uh, yesterday in Parliament again confirmed that, uh, you know, it will, it will be done before the end of the year. So it looks like there's a, a definite willingness uh, to ensure that it is done um, and that an invitation to apply will be even issued now you know, in the next two weeks or so. Yeah. So if that's the case, I think that will be hugely positive. Yes. Um, at least it gives us the ability to plan uh, and, and make sure that we're ready uh, for it. And I think um, for me, you know, South Africa has always been there at the cusp of these new technologies. And I'm, I'm worried that in uh, both in 4G and 5G, we were lagging a bit. 4G, we launched, but we launched on refound spectrum. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, on 5G, we, we, we need to be up there. Uh, yeah. We need to be uh, amongst, you know, the, the leading countries uh, as, as these new technologies get adopted. I mean, Shamil, you talk about the, the handsets that are now coming. I mean, I've, I've been using this, uh, this uh, 5G handset over here which has been uh, extraordinary, the, the 5G speeds that I've received from it. Um, but if, if, if your wish is granted and you, you get the allocation, um, in, in terms of your forecasts, you don't have to share them exactly with us, but um, at what, what kind of uh, penetration do you expect 5G to have in the next, say, 36 months? 
uh, across the country. If you had your wish and you had your spectrum and your rollout could start, and, and, and please also tell us how much it's going to cost you as a, as a company. I imagine that it's not going to be a cheap exercise. No, because it's a completely new technology, right? But I, I reckon uh, not uh, inconceivable that you're sitting at about 40% uh, penetration within the next 36 months. Remember, beyond that, it's really about the device pricing coming down because uh, one of the things you're also going to be careful of is sometimes putting too much of a new technology out and the device is not uh, catching up. So um, as an example, in 4G, we, as networks in South Africa, I'd say we built out a lot faster uh, and today, you know, you're sitting at 96% 4G coverage uh, and so on. But the device uptake on 4G is not being there because of the affordability issue. Mm-hmm. So affordability of devices is a big part of it. So as the prices erode and the prices mm-hmm. and the technology um, becomes more mature, if you like, prices of the devices drop. Then that allows you to more rapidly deploy. So right now, the emphasis would be you know, as that drops, you'll, you'll start to push more, uh, um, uh, let's say, 5G penetration. But you also have to keep the lights on, as I call it, because you have to keep still investing in the right. older technology, the 4G and 3G and so on. Um, ideally, more 4G than 3G or more, more 4G than 2G, but, that, but those continual investments uh, have to happen. I mean, some of the things that could help is, you know, government taking a stronger handle on, on on things like 2G devices coming into the country. Mm-hmm. Because if we really want to push the digital divide, we need to stop the inflow of older devices, um, which then, you know, uh, kind of keeps exacerbating. It's like having an old TV uh, yes. versus a, a smart TV. Right, you know, you right. want to do the new smartphones uh, out so that you can bridge the digital divide a lot easier. Yeah, yeah. And, and Shamil, I mean, uh, you've been running an extraordinary organization. Uh, you know, uh, you've faced many challenges, the data pricing, data must fall. Uh, as an organization, you've kept reinventing yourselves um, from moving from voice to data, etc. cetera. Uh, how, how does Vodacom do it all the time? I look at your share price. It's, uh, it's you know, moving sharply and yet you're delivering the profits as, as an organization. Vodacom is a very complicated beast, yet you're returning great results to your investors. How do you keep doing that? Well, I think, I think one of the things is, is, is just being able to look at what, what lies beyond the horizon. So, you know, looking at two, three years out, what are the changing trends? How does one then embrace uh, some of those trends? Um, and how do, you, how do you position yourself well to be able to take advantage of that? So, an example would be investing into new businesses, the acquisition of uh, IoT.next, which is becoming you know, a, a fast-growing opportunity for us. It was very good tech, um, you know, um, but, but the business needed uh, someone to come in, properly fund it, and, and maybe take it to the next level. And we've linked that in with the broader Vodacom Vodafone group. So it's created a number of opportunities. We're now selling our solutions as far afield as California. So, you know, it's those type of picking up some of those opportunities and saying, um, what do we build? What do we buy? What do we, um, uh, um, where do we partner? Mm-hmm. I also think the new norm is partnerships. Yes. So you'll notice that we've done the partnership with AWS because we believe that will help us to further transform um, 
our own hosting and cloud services. And the, and the coupling of the two together uh, puts us in a much, in, into a much uh, stronger position. Yeah. Financial services. Um, yeah. You know, today, most people don't realize that we move 2.6 trillion rand to our platforms. Uh, wow. And we have 52 million financial service customers across the continent. Um, now, you know, one of the big focus areas for us is financial services, an example, uh, across the continent. But also particularly, we'll be launching a new platform this year in South Africa, which, which I think will create a number of new opportunities again. So it's constantly picking up these new things, investing in new businesses, uh, investing in, in, in new areas, and also sometimes diverting your capital to, to some of these new growth areas, as well as making sure that you, you, know, you can continue to, uh, to um, let's say, get the maximum benefit from yes. your existing our, our position has always been, Aki, that we have fewer markets, well-capitalized, um, and, and, and therefore, you know, we, we're proud to say that we lead in all the markets that we operate in. And the reason for that is not by accident, it's actually by design, mm. because mm. we put a lot of capital in. We, we make sure that we have fewer markets, well-capitalized, and I think sometimes when you've got a very big portfolio, it's more difficult to achieve. That. Yeah. Well, you've certainly identified those markets and uh, you're really capitalizing them. And I think that AWS is just a, a great partnership. Um, so, Shamil, uh, the, the lessons that you've learned as a CEO um, of, of, you know, one of the biggest telecommunications companies in the world and, you know, delivering uh, this connectivity to our country, what have you learned as a CEO in the last three months? And... Um, I mean, it's difficult to predict what it's going to be like going forward. You know, they'd say this is the new business normal and this is the new way of doing things. Um, how do you think Vodacom will look in you know, 12 months from now? And what are those lessons that you've learned as a CEO uh, of running your particular company? Well, I think a number, a number of different things. First and foremost, the onus and responsibility as a big corporate is to help. Um, and so, you know, helping with the pandemic uh, in every way we can, whether it's from data analytics to, you know, the phones that we provided to the, to, the, to the health workers and the free data and so on, helping with education. Um, you know, yesterday we announced that uh, we're launching a new platform in partnership with Microsoft uh, for, for education and so on. And uh, so being part of that, I think, is, 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 is the first lesson. And really, you know, being purpose-led means that, you know, you, you, you do your part uh, to help society. So that's why. And we're doing that, whether it's in within PESA, we're, and we're doing that across all our markets. You know, we're zero rating in PESA in a number of countries to be able to help, you know, a government cope and so on. And, and, and to be honest, it has a negative financial impact on us. But I think what we're achieving is much bigger than that. Um, so, you know, you're not in business for today you're in for the long term. So that's the one, the one part. The second thing is embracing technology. Um, and I think, um, and, the, and the, the, the mindset that I always think, and I think initially when I said it to the staff, they probably thought it was a bit crazy, right? I said, um, there's nothing we can do about the pandemic besides helping and assisting government wherever we can. But what are the opportunities around, around it? And they all kind of looked at, is this guy well? <laughs> Uh, you know, what's, what's he talking about? And I think um, what we've managed to do is capture some of the opportunities around COVID. So example would be front-ending the network investment 
um, so that you know you're better prepared and you can cope with the volumes um, through, through the period. So that's one. But also embracing new technologies. There's certain things that are coming out of this which allows you to then change your mindset. We were talking earlier about so many people working from home. But it's now made us realize that we can run our call centers from home. And we can target different parts of, uh, of, of people that we, we wouldn't have been able to do. So, example, uh, stay-at-home stay moms, uh, disabled, uh, um, uh, disabled people, uh, students. Um, they may have two hours or three hours in a day. Uh, so if we can create flexible working and Uberize it, so you can come in, yeah. log in, do, do, you know, basically be, uh, be an agent for a couple of hours. But also as we're building some of these new businesses, if we can create it in a way that, that, that opens up a new part. Um, so example, say we're selling insurance is a big business for us now. So, you know, if we can go out and sell insurance um, and create more agents, which we would normally have, wouldn't have done. Yes. And, and so, so these type of things start to create new job opportunities where people can work from anywhere. Uh, so, you know, I think it's, it's, it's those, those type of opportunities, realizing yeah, that everything's going to be digital. So you better invest more into M-Pesa, into financial services, into South Africa, into digital services. Yeah, yeah. Um, how can we help? Uh, what are those problems that you're trying to solve for? Um, so an example would be helping the universities. Uh, on the one side, providing free access to their portals and so on. On the other side, you know, if you want to do VCs and so on, providing a good rate. So yes. it's also about picking up the opportunities around. Customers right. under pressure personalize the offers to what I call the segment of one. Uh, so you'll know that we have a very good AI personalization tool called Just For You. 65% mm. of what we sell is personalized uh, to, to what I call the segment of one. So, you know, what does Aki need? What is relevant for you? Right. Um, how can I give you more value? Um, and, and in the process, extract a little bit of more revenue out of you. So oh, those that I think uh, become, you know, it's, it's, it's really embracing the technologies um, uh, and so on. Um, uh, you know, and I think as you do that, uh, it, it creates opportunities. Another yeah. example is next. Some of the tech that we've built allows us to go into a building and save up to about 20 to 30% of the power consumption. Oh, Nearly wow. by, by putting sensors onto everything and controlling the HVAC using AI. So, you know, now we're selling those solutions as far afield as uh, California. So, you know, I think it's those type of things that as companies, you need to start saying, how do I embrace it? Yes. Uh, but also saying, how do I reskill my staff? Um, if need be, so that they can take advantage of some of these uh, new technologies. That's amazing. I mean, so you're continually reinventing yourselves all the time. And uh, finally, Shamil, and thank you very much for your time. I know that you've been stuck under lockdown. Um, and, you know, one can't go to a restaurant, you can't go to a gym, you can't, you're like stuck in like almost like a prison. Uh, so what is uh, Shamil Joseph, the CEO of Vodacom, been doing to, to switch off? And take time out. What what have you been doing to kind of get your mind off things and relax? Well, what I'm, what I'm doing now is, you know, trying to firstly make sure I exercise. Um, so on the treadmill and so on. So not uncommon to 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 hear me on the treadmill while we're having a call. And I've decided, <laughs> look, I can't like give up the exercising because one of the things about staying home is that you 
you'll end up eating more. Yes. <laughs> oh, then your weight starts to suffer. Uh, I know, I know so what you're thinking. talking about. <laughs> so now I'm, I'm making sure that I get my exercise in, even if it means that, you know, I'm walking uh, on the treadmill with the iPad stuck on, the, uh, on, 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 on top of it. Um, okay. But this is just... Uh, but that's the switching off, right? So um, switching off from the perspective that, you know, at some point, uh, so watching a lot more Netflix, reading more, these yeah. type of things. I think you got to keep your, you know, um, and then interactions. So interactions where, you know, you're engaging with people um, like yourself now over, you know, over VC. So that yes. at least you still have that, not quite the same as, you know, uh, yeah. us sitting in the room and having a cup of coffee, but... Um, yeah. Certainly, you know, you've got, to, you've got to keep yourself safe. Favorite series on Netflix at the moment? Uh, well, the one I'm watching at the moment is uh, Money Heist. Oh, yes. I've got it. Everybody says it's brilliant. Um, so I need to start watching it. You're enjoying it. You're gripped by it. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 quite, it's quite exciting. Good stuff. Shamil, Joseph, thank you so much for joining us and really good to see you. Uh, keep that treadmill going. Um, you've inspired me. I know that I've put on a couple of kilos during the lockdown, so I need to get back into that exercise mode. Wishing you well and uh, future success with uh, Vodacom. And I really do, you get, I really hope you get that spectrum you want and that it is finalized at this point uh, when we chat again. I hope it's finalized very soon because we desperately need that to unlock incredible value in the economy of this country at the moment. So, Shamil, thank you for your time and uh, be well and stay safe. Thanks, Aki. Thank you.